What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a Star Wars podcast. I am Matt. And I am as we are back flying through hyperspace, taking a look at the new uh, Boba Fett. This is a teaser, so 30 second uh, TV spot, if you will. This is the message, right? We got two of them, Ez. Crazy. We thought we got one. Turns out we got two. We already did one on rain, right? And so we got these back to back. Um, yeah. There's not really a whole lot new in this new one. Um, but now we can sort of look at them, I think, side by side a little bit. Because some of the stuff we were talking about in that first little trailer, like who is this guy that they're bringing? Now we get a much more clear shot of it. He was like roped up or chained up or whatever. Mm-hmm. We get a much more clear shot of it. And we get a little bit of boba fett in a back the tank which is kind of the cool thing here yeah. so for those of you guys watching we do a little bit of a click through here um and those of you guys listening will kind of explain what's going on so again it's it's like 30 seconds really there's only about eight seconds worth of new footage right uh but here we go and it's called message i am boba fett Left for dead on the sands of Tatooine. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. The Book of Boba Fett, streaming December 29th on Disney+. Let's go. 
so yeah so again most of it like we already heard that i already you know in the other trailer i intend to rule with respect mm -hmm. um so there's really nothing new here until about you know seven seconds in we get this shot of tuscan raiders right mm -hmm. sort of walking and then we know from mandalorian that boba fett was at least with them hanging sure. out with them doing something with them because he gets the gaffy stick and we see him at the end of episode one of season two of mandalorian right right and then that causes us to know okay well he, he must have obviously you know we know he rescued he rescues phoenix so he's actually in season one of mandalorian you just don't really see him you hear sort of the of the boots um so to me as this means we're going to be getting some of the story as to what what happened and what went down yeah i think that's a big question we would be i i i don't know why, why i didn't think of it but if we didn't get it as star wars fans i think we'd be going like okay what really happened you know so even just a, a bit here or there showing him in the back to tank was was huge and actually i'm gonna take over here and go back just a, a hair i don't know what this is to the right what um looks like a tanning bed uh like, oh maybe this is at like three seconds i never saw it before there's a big window i'm guessing java's palace and it that could be back like a back to tank that's laid down not filled up you know maybe it's something that raises up and you fill it i mean right and so i'm gonna say that this has to be post this is post mandalorian season two because yeah. His armor is cleaned up, mm -hmm. right? You know, yeah. he gets his armor and he doesn't clean his armor up until the what the final episode of Mandalorian. Right. And, um, you know, his face is still really scarred. And it looks a lot better now. So some of that's going to be because of the back to tank that we see him in here. I'll click ahead to that. Yeah. Um, which is at around, I think, like nine to ten seconds here. Yeah, there we go. And we see him in this back to tank. And so we know he's going to get he's going to get healed. Now, I was looking on Reddit and as maybe you can help me with this, because yeah. this is some legend stuff that I'm I'm not as familiar with Boba Fett's arc in Legends or Extended Universe. But um, they were talking about how in Legends he got Sarlacc poisoning and it took him like years to sort of fully recover from it. So he would always have to sort of go be in a back to tank every so often. Um, and then I know he also has issues with his cloning genetics and that became something as well. But was that, is that something you sort of remember? Any, no? Yeah. The, the cloning stuff, um, like, like his, his genetics for sure. Uh, that was something that, that I remember him hunting down uh, cloners, just trying to figure out like, Hey, what's going on? Why am I deteriorating? Like not deteriorating, but why is his cell? What, what, why is he, you know, rapidly kind of deteriorating? And so that was definitely something. Now the poison thing, uh let me see here here is yeah i think there is something about him when it, when he first comes out i know like dengar uh helps him a little bit and he has some help you know in terms of um getting like just being drugged to healing a healing facility back to Jabba's palace what i think they did in my, my theory is is that the tuscan raiders did some patchwork rubbed on some mud you know got some tuscan right. putty and put it on him and then it wasn't a good enough heel and then eventually maybe he does once he can move and and, and you know uh walk around and stuff he does go to java's palace and uses a, a, a back to tank or something because i'm thinking we're going to see both i'm thinking we're going to see a little bit of him you know after the sarlacc pit in in this and see what happened 
And part of that might involve the back to tank. I also think he might still be needing to go um, use it. He could actually have poison in his body. That's a really good point that he might have. Po I don't remember that because that was in the bounty hunter um, wars. I think, let me see bounty hunter. Okay. It's, it's called the so Mandalorian armor is, is what it's called. And it's a great, but it's all him going back and figuring out who set him up. Like um, it's all about the, the, the assassin. It's a tie in to shadows of the empire a little bit because He's trying to figure out, you know, who killed Luke's aunt and uncle, got Luke involved, ordered the hit on Vader's son kind of thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it, too. Somebody was saying also, I thought I saw this movie floating around on Twitter, um, was that they are changing. They are also changing. And I was looking at this. It was this design. Was this specifically setting where that Boba Fett's armor is now going to be referred to as mass-produced Beskar as opposed to Durasteel, which it has sort of been in, in, the, in the past. So that it might be, it might be again, because we know it is, go it is weaker than, say, what Din Djarin has. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. So that way they're kind of explaining why maybe he the poison affected him a bit more or no, I think it's, um, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's just a way to sort of explain it. Oh no, I'm sorry. This was, this, it was, it was on, it's a, it's a, it's a theory going around right now. Um, is that they're going to change is that it's that they're going to possibly change it, um, to something along those lines, just so they don't have to use the name Durasteel since like fans aren't familiar as familiar with that. And, you know, they're okay. sort of, changing things now um and so that's that's going to be something that comes up is that it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be changed it's actually a theory somebody wrote here and it's it's kind of got getting getting some traction here on reddit um and this person's theory goes on uh to sort of say uh boba fett's armor something like that made uh rather than being made by an armor it's more of a one size fits all uh, that was mass produced on an assembly line type of a thing that's why it can still survive blaster shots and the stomach apps stomach acids of the sarlacc but it seems more easily damageable given his given his um helmet you know his shot to the helmet whereas we see din take like a sniper shot from uh boat or from fennec who even though she's quite a ways away his armor is not really damaged or anything gotcha okay gotcha that makes it okay i get it that's just uh, yeah, explaining yeah, the, the armor situation. All right. Let me let me read this real quick to his survival um, just in Legends. So mm -hmm. we have some context for this. So, uh, the, yeah, the Sarlacc could never hold Fett. Thanks to his iron will and Mandalorian armor, Fett was able to fight his way out of the beast belly. After escaping, Fett was found by a group of Jawas who mistook him for either a droid or a cyborg, uh, never bothering to scan him. And they claimed him as their own until the impression um, he was unintelligent or under the impression that he was an unintelligent being. Uh, they took him into the sand crawler, fitted him with a restraining bolt, and went on their way. Now, post-Battle of Endor, which is at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi later on, Bet was later joined by a familiar face when the Jawas stole R2-D2 from a hangar bay in Mos Eisley. R2-D2 immediately recognized Fett, but the meeting was interrupted as Han Solo and Leia attacked the sand crawler and attempt to get R2 uh, back. I'll figure out which book this is from. Um, it was at this point that Fett awoke for the first time since being freed from the Sarlacc, just in time to see Solo enter the Sandcrawler in his attempt to rescue R2. Unfortunately, the Sandcrawler had been damaged during um, Han's attempt to enter it, and so 
on a collision course with the Sarlacc. The Jawas were too busy to fix it. Uh, they had just been attacked by Tusken Raiders. Solo was surprised as R2 had been um, had found Fett alive once more, but somehow Fett had temporarily lost his memory and, in fact, helped Solo rescue R2 from the doomed Sandcrawler. So kind of weird stuff there, right? Um, there is... Where's the... Here's the Dengar stuff. Yeah, Dengar and Fett would become good friends. All right, let me back up here. This is the part that I, I kind of remember. So... After the uh, conversing with the fellow captive, so it, the, this is after the Sarlacc pit situation with the Sandcrawler, Fett discovered mm -hmm. that he that this being was actually connected to the Sarlacc. God, it's some Choi. I don't even know who this is. And it was, um, yeah, and it was this advantage that he used to goad the creature into con. Um, uh, contracting around his jetpack, igniting the device, and providing his means of escape. This is how he gets away from the sarlacc again he like escapes it a second time uh let's see as he lay dying on the surface of tatooine his colleague dengar was searching for anything valuable left from the explosion but found boba fett instead and nursed him back to health dengar uh and him they go on then and and they go to Kuat drive and there's this whole story that takes place from there so that's the i, I guess he in legends initially gets out has a run-in with solo and r2d2 sand crawlers headed back uh to, towards the sarlacc he has an encounter with it, gets out of it, and then he and Dengar gonna rally and team up a little. That's the quick, short, dirty version of of Legends. Okay. There's way more to it, but um, yeah, I don't know that we're gonna go. You know what's interesting is the tie into the Jawas, and that um, it was Cobb Vanth that found the armor with Jawas, right? Mm -hmm. Remember that? That was that was kind of a, a cool little connection. So, and this is the Legends tab. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, interesting. All right, let's click. Let's uh, continue clicking through here. Really, we don't really get much more here until right about here, um, fifteen seconds in. Now, remember, we had seen this in the trailer the other day, um, of like people walking in. The gate was opening, and it was one of these men in red, um, that was tied up. So at least now we're getting a little bit more of that here just with this with this shot um maybe it was in the original trailer i don't remember uh, but we did see the person they're talking to right um right here uh you know the big long sort of face i don't i, I always forget the name of this this type of alien but um perhaps boba fett's bringing him in to saying hey bat once you back off yeah yeah that 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 could be well i was thinking um like it's so weird because we see him fighting these individuals, like you said, and then he's capturing one. Um, I don't know. Like it felt like they're gonna they're gonna a fight. To, it felt like in the first trailer that we saw the the fight's gonna break out after he brings in this guy in the red garb, and I don't know. Like it felt like they're in the in the streets fighting these guys afterwards, not before. So I'm just a little confused on the sequence of events here. I'm wondering, is that Crimson Dawn? Right? You said this. Um, yeah, could be. That could be. That's something we were. Time. That's something we were thinking about. Absolutely. Like, is that? Yeah. Like, get one of their agents. Uh, was that uh, a task that was assigned to him by this crime boss, and he goes out and does so uh, in an effort to bring him into his cooperation circle? So yeah. Like, I don't know, man. What I guess I kind of wonder too. Like Fett's goal, I think, is just to—it's crazy to say this. I think—is it just to become the crime boss? He's just ruling, right? He's—he's he's sitting in Jabba's old throne, and he wants to be the next guy. 
which is crazy. You know, it's just it's a power grab. It is. And I wonder if it's going to be what it's ultimately going to lead to. Right. Because, you know, Django Fett, right. Um, he was just a businessman doing yeah. business things. Yeah. All right. Making those business ties with the cloners. Right. Right. And yeah. so, you know, Boba has just always been sort of a bounty hunter. But now there is this power vacuum with the Empire gone, even though we know they're sort of coming back. The New Republic's out there. Seems like, obviously, we're going to be operating on Tatooine. It's Outer Rim stuff. So is this where the this new sort of uh, power vacuum is going to lead? I mean, look at Grief Karka. He's doing sort of a similar thing with Bounty Hunters Guild. Right. Yeah, and this is, I go back to... Um... I keep looking at that Thrawn trilogy, the, the you know, the old Timothy Zahn early '90s trilogy, where you had Talon Card, who was a smuggler, similar, you know, he's, he's still working with smugglers and bounty hunters and so on. But like that whole group became an important faction that would go on to kind of fight and help the New Republic against Thrawn. So it's like maybe Boba Fett is just building this up, and he just assumes mass is a bunch of power. We get cool connections with Kira. We get cool connections with like, there's just, a, there's tons of stuff that the bounty hunters, well, guild or the crime syndicates, I should say, actually. Um, yeah. I almost need to move Boba Fett out of the bounty hunters guild and into crime syndicate territory. Right. Cause that's, that's where he's at. That that's the group, Matt, that finds the relics. They find the Jedi, you know, technology, they find Palpatine's technology. They're selling it. They don't really want to use it themselves. They want to make money off of it and sell it and move it right. around. So that's where I think in the show, you can bring in some cool connections and some cool pieces. And I don't know that this is, you know, I think they, I think it's been confirmed. Seven episodes. Is, mm -hmm. Yeah. Is seven, thing, right? seven episodes has been confirmed. I would even almost say that Boba in all honesty, he might not as crazy as that kind of seems. He might not actually be a crime boss even. Yeah. He might just be sort of a underworld boss, right? Mm -hmm. Like, does Sid really do anything that's, like, illegal? Or does she just sort of do jobs? It's not like she's saying, hey, go steal this. Go do this. Right. Like, hey, I have a job. I'm looking for hired guns. Right, right, yeah. I think even people, Jabba would probably argue that he was a legitimate businessman, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah Jabba's know. a little different, but I mean, I could even see, I could, e like, Boba, I don't know that he's going to be necessarily doing, you know, illegal I stuff. Mean, like, yeah, the bounty yeah, I guess, is just a guild. Yeah. It's, it's a right. worker's guild that is uh, collecting bounties and stuff. Um, I mean, I guess if you're smuggling stuff, it's technically illegal. Right, right. Which but it's not like, like it's not like you're out there assassinating people or yeah. stealing stuff. No, no, no. Yeah. So it's it's well, like a Han Solo, we let him away with, you know, he's he's a smuggler, but right. I mean, just making an honest living, right? Air quote honest. Yeah. So yeah, Bo Boba probably is is more on that level, which sounds like just power, wealth, gaining some uh influence or whatever. Although Job wouldn't cross it. I mean, he's. I wouldn't he, cross him either. Same thing with with Java. It's like so. Java had, um, I think, legitimate di business dealings, but at the same time was dealing in spice. You know, had had exotic dancers, had his rancor that he was feeding people to. You know, what I mean, they've got their darker sides. That that's not something. Even if even if Java, even if Tatooine was in the 
uh, New Republic, let's say he lived and was in the New Republic jurisdiction or even even during the time of the Republic, let's say they had jurisdiction there, they're turning a blind eye. He's too big. He's too powerful. He's literally too big for them to, to take on. Jabba is just, is you know, we're going to pretend like he's just doing his front office is the only office we see. We don't see the back, the back, the back door stuff. So we're going to see that, I think, with Boba Fett to some extent. But I think you're right. It's going to be presented as somewhat more legitimate. And again, I go back to when, when, I, brought, when I brought up Talon Card. He was more an honest smuggler. Like he, he was people, he was trustworthy. He was a good guy, well-liked. And someone that Han Solo was kind of like, all right, cool. This, this guy, this guy could help us out here. And that was Han's whole thing was to, was to communicate with the smugglers on behalf of the New Republic, go out there, recruit some of them. They needed help with their trans, um, their trade lines and the trade routes. So give them some honest work was, was his offer. So yes. I think that, I think that might be the pitch for Boba later on is, Hey, c- come do some good for the galaxy. And then they'll go back to their, their crime ways. It's just, it's just, the, it's just what they do. So. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, I was trying to see if there was there any other star Wars news. There is actually a little bit. Yeah. Um, a lady by the name of Ivana Sak Sakno. Um, has been cast in Ahsoka. There has been no real sort of, I don't think she's been given a character name or anything like that, but um, uh, let me see. So let me wow. see. Here. So, Oh my God. Yeah. So this is where it gets a little, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, the Jedi centric series will reportedly go into production in March. Uh, this is from uh, Dan of geek um, and has been busy rounding out its cast. Deadline is reporting that another new edition of Anna uh, Sakno, who was in Pacific Rim uprising will play a newly created character in the series, as opposed to a hero or a villain we've met in the past. That means it's too early to say how big her role will be in the series. But that's not stop fans from speculating about who she might be playing from the mystical force known as the daughter to one of grand Admiral Thrawn's Chiss comrades. Um, so there isn't anything other than just who she is. Um, you know, wow. I, it's, 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 it's kind it's kind of, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to say really, but it's just sort of interesting. Um, looking at her now you know who she lo- who she reminds me of a lot just by sort of looking at her face is uh, is um the guy who's supposedly going to be cast as theron i mean look at her look at the cheek yeah the cheek I mean, she looks like she looks like she could be his like daughter yeah yeah so there's a there's a um admiral aralani is a admiral in the chis ascendancy that as soon as i saw her image i was like okay that could totally be she looks chiss. I mean, it seems crazy to say that someone looks chiss, but like that's that's kind of what she looks yeah, like. Yeah, Lars Lars Mick, Mickinson, who I know him from. Um, he's been in a handful of stuff, but I I know him at House of Cards, is where where he immediately jumps to my mind, where he plays like the the version of. Um, but I uh, he's basically like their version of Vladimir Putin, and he's excellent, excellent in there. He was in, I think he was in Sherlock um, as well, and he's been in some other things. But he is sort of the rumored right it's not it's nothing been sort of officially confirmed but there's been sort of leaks that he is going to be grand admiral thrawn he is sort of the front runner and if you look at him next to this girl my god they look like they're related they both yeah. got those i mean it's not even just like oh hey they're both like eastern european whatever you know no no no, no. i mean they just like they look that much even more similar paint them up in blue faces and they would their facial structure and all that kind of stuff looks like real angular sharp sharp right. features and that is oftentimes how the the chists are yeah depicted. he's in the witcher 
He's in The Witcher. Yeah, Struggerbor. He plays Struggerbor in The Witcher. Yeah. Buddy, I tell you what, I mean, if, if anybody who has read the Thrawn trilogy, the prequels, and even some of the new stuff, Admiral right. Aralani is like one of the favorite uh, commanders in the Chiss Ascendancy. She's really good and really likes Thrawn, and they have a really tight right. bond. So I would yeah. totally see that being... Oh, I'm, an, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a moron. Yes, I also forgot. Yes, he does actually uh, voice Grand Admiral Thrawn, too, by the way. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always forget about that because I always forget who the, some of the voice actors are. But uh, yeah, so he voices Thrawn too. So right. So that's, that's pretty like obvious that. he's going to be Thrawn. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's really cool. That is some some interesting stuff because we're talking about um, the Book of Boba Fett. Do you think we're going to get a Thrawn name drop in this as well? Mm, maybe. Maybe is not. Possible. Yeah. I don't know. Ahsoka was specifically hunting for Thrawn. Mm -hmm. in this i don't know if you look at everything they've been doing with marvel and i haven't started hawkeye yet but yeah. if you look at wandavision loki and the winter soldier one didn't really set it up anything at that much but um certainly wanda and uh loki wandavision and loki are beginning to push forward the new era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is the multiverse. Yeah. And we're getting that with the Star Wars or the Spider-Man movie that's coming out in a few mm -hmm. weeks. Mm -hmm. um, so I have a feeling that this being the first Star Wars one is going to sort of slay the groundwork for whatever the new era is. And it seems like that is Thrawn. So yeah, we're going to expand. We're going to expand the Mandoverse a little bit. Yeah. And and that's it's good enough even too just to establish more of, of Boba Fett and his characters. And I'm thinking in the whole seven episodes, we might get either one Thrawn name drop or a reference to the Chiss ascendancy or a reference to a blue eyed or I'm sorry, a red eyed blue faced individual. You know what I mean? That we're all like, oh, right. is that Thrawn? Something more indirect. That would be awesome. That would that would be that would send chills down my I think it's like, more likely we get we get some more info on exactly what the heck the, the deal is with the Empire and its mm -hmm. current state. Yeah. Um, certainly, I think New Republic terminology will be thrown around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got to know where the jurisdictions are and where's the power vacuums. Where can they acquire, you know, more influence? And that third party that's out there is this looming Thrawn presence that is maybe trying to gather Imperial forces or is just gathering his own because that was the weird thing about Morgan Elsbeth is that it looks military, but it's not necessarily connected to the empire, but there was a military operation, uh, former Imperials who are basically after, I think it's going to be this whole thing where after Palpatine is gone and uh, operation um, Cinder has happened. It's like people defect. They went and found a grand Admiral who now is rallying folks around him. Who knows what that organization is going to be called. They could call it something totally totally new i'd be fine with it but i would be cool to see him gathering in those those forces and it'd be another kind of um in, in between imperial i don't know something like shadows of the empire not shadows uh heir to the empire uh like feel i guess it'd be awesome yeah so. awesome all right guys well hey thanks for hanging out in hyperspace guys we have a lot more news and everything coming because there's just a lot of Star Wars news coming out these days. I mean, heck, who knows? We'll probably get another Boba Fett teaser or trailer here shortly. And then, of course, uh, it's almost December, which means it is time for the book of Boba Fett. We still have our Mandalorian rewatch coming. Uh, we still have to do episode three for that. And just so, so much more. So as always, we appreciate you guys 
hanging out in hyperspace because as as we know traveling through hyperspace it ain't like dustin props of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.